Hello and welcome to Fent Show, conversations with entrepreneurs, where they share their challenges and lessons learned through their journey to earning a living doing what they love. I'm Diana Lopez, and welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome to Fent Show. My name is Diana Lopez, and I'm very excited today because of an amazing guest. Tiffany O'Carty, who is joining us from San Diego, California. Tiffany is a leadership coach, consultant, and passionate foodie. She founded Galza Branch in Virginia, where the project was birthed. Since then, she has returned to San Diego, and Galza Branch is now an international movement. Hi, Tiffany. How are you today? Great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Tiffany, thank you for being here. Yeah, of course. For those that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. When you attend events and people ask you, what do you do? How do you respond? <laughs> well, I feel like that changes every time <laughs> um, <laughs> because we're all on the path of uh, self-discovery constantly. But, um, you know, essentially I am a young professional that has made three major cross-country moves in the last seven years for my career. I have a chocolate lab named Milo who has made the moves all the more fun. <laughs> and then um, I love to go wine tasting. I love to build community, hang out with friends. Um, and I'm just really passionate about seeing people step fully into everything that they were made to be. So I try and line up the things that I do in life to allowing me the opportunity to be able to pour into people. It sounds quite accurate. I love it. <laughs> and can you explain to our listeners about the movement Galset Brunch? Yeah, of course. So Galset Brunch has been around for about two years. Um, I had moved cross-country to Denver. Um, then I moved to Virginia. And then I moved to San Diego. Um, and throughout these moves, um, as I was growing in my career, um, I moved to Denver and I couldn't meet anyone for the first couple of years that I lived there. And I was just like focusing all of my time, all my energy into my job, working 50, 60 hour weeks. I also, um, as I moved, received different types of promotions where I was coming in and I was essentially the leader of these centers. Um, whereas maybe primarily I used to meet people through opportunities at work or even school and as a young professional, you start to ask yourself, like, how do you exactly meet people? And um, for me, I was naive enough to think that I was the only person that felt like that was in this boat. And so as I lived in Denver for several years um, and struggled with the idea of finding community and meeting people, you start to just even doubt yourself and who you are and... Um, you know, you constantly put yourself out there and then if there really isn't that opportunity to be received, um, it just ends up, you know, being a very like trying time in life. And so when I moved to Denver or when I moved to Virginia, I wanted to be really intentional and try and do something a little bit different. And by the time I left Denver, I had a great group of friends. We always met up for brunch and brunch is like my most favorite thing in the world. <laughs> and I mean, who could go wrong with it? Um, so I just started to kind of put it out, um, on social media two weeks before I moved to Virginia that on June 9th, 
uh, we were going to have a gals at brunch event and basically it's for the women that live in Virginia beach, Norfolk, Hampton roads area, bring a friend. We're going to go to a really popular brunch destination. Um, and if it's received well, like maybe we'll go to brunch once a month. We'll try to find the best brunch places in the area, but we really just want to cultivate community and bring women together. And I thought that no one would show up, maybe a couple of people, Um, and that morning we ended up having over 30 women show up and everyone's laughing and everyone's crying around the table. And it's like one of those moments where the heavens open up and the surreal music starts to play because you realize like, oh my gosh, like this is what I was meant to do. Like, and just to see everyone's faces lighted up, light up and then just feel like they've been accepted and they have this sense of belonging and a safe space. I realize like, this is what I want to pursue for the rest of my life is create spaces um, where women can come together. And obviously more and more will, you know, will flow out of that. Um, and so the first year in Virginia beach, we grew to over 1200 women. Um, we met up for brunch mostly almost every weekend sometimes. Um, and it was always a different, um, you know, maybe 50% of women that have been before and then 50% of people that are coming for the first time and every, it would just rotate week after week. And you just get to meet all these incredible women and you hear their stories and you get to connect them with other incredible women where they become friends and they find their tribe. Um, and then we had a girl that moved away to Charlotte. So she started our second chapter. And then six months later, I found out I was moving to San Diego and started the third chapter while I handed off the Virginia beach chapter. And then in the last year um, and a half, we've grown to over 57 chapters uh, around the world. So (laughs) yeah, so (laughs) it's been like really exciting and we're still, you know, figuring out a lot of things because we've grown so rapidly Um, but it's definitely the cry of my heart. Yeah. It sounds like it started very casual and then you found your purpose. Very much so. I never, ever imagined it would be what it is today. And personally, I love, I love it. And I love the mission and I can't wait, can't wait to meet you on Saturday because I already RSVP'd for San Diego. (laughs) Yes. ah, I cannot wait. That'll be awesome. And tell me, Tiffany, how have people reacted? Let us know what your fans have shared with you. Just a little bit of feedback on the impact that Gals at Brunch has had on them. Yeah, so it's actually kind of funny because I like I will admittedly say that people sometimes end up being suspicious about Gals at Brunch because they're like, so what do you mean? Like just a group of women come together and you go to brunch? Like people can't figure it out for the life of them. (laughs) Like it's just, yeah, it's like so funny to me that people are sometimes like a little bit suspicious of like, what is this all about? You know? And then they come and they realize like, oh my gosh, like I totally get it. Um, but once people do come, like literally almost every single brunch, you have people that are laughing, crying, laughing till they're crying. Like, because everyone's just like sharing their stories and people come up to me and go, you have no idea what an impact and what a difference you've made in my life. Like, you know, it's just really cool to see like all of this happening around you. And I think part of the phenomenon, just to be completely honest with you, um, is 
that I think we've gotten so caught up in the social media world and we're a social media group. Our journey is out there on social media, but we're also intentional and coming together. And, you know, we see these 150 word captions about all the highlights that are happening in people's lives, but we're not talking about like I spilled coffee all over me this morning and I'm having a really tough week or things like that. And so like, there's just this like, refreshing energy when women come together, um, you know, over brunch and they're partaking in community and they're living life together where they realize like this aha moment of like, Oh my gosh, like so-and-so's life really isn't perfect a hundred percent of the time. Um, even though that's kind of what your mind would tell you as you kind of look at everyone's life unfold on social media. And so, um, yeah, we, we get some of the most heartfelt, you know, messages, Um, you know, and everyone really gets a chance to connect with people and find friends, which like, that's my favorite part as like kind of the like nurturer and mom of this group is like seeing people out on social media, like that met their besties through gals at brunch and, you know, different things like that, um, that wouldn't have been able to meet those people if it hadn't been for gals at brunch. I'm psyched about this moment. And it sounds like every single one of them like found their space once they arrived, right? Yeah, exactly. Everyone uh, feels like they have a a sense of belonging. And, um, you know, unfortunately, places of women can represent hurt for people. I don't know what that looks like. um, But unfortunately, that's sometimes the rep, you know, when you think about Mm -hmm. cliques and women's groups. And so we're here to kind of break that mold and show what happens, like when a group of women come together and like what powerful things can come from it and incredible emotions and feelings and what we can truly accomplish together. Um, and it doesn't have to be about all these like sidelines and, you know, different, you know, things that people like have baggage that, you know, they carry into places like that with them. And I think that gets broken off as they come into events like this, because then they start to really see, um, how a group of women can operate together. I mean, we're like, sometimes we walk into restaurants and we're like, we see people's mouths j- like dropping all around us because they've never seen so many women together. It's, it's like kind a of comical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you just start to see people watching us because they're like, what's going on there? Oh, you know? That's amazing. And it, yeah. I think they just think it's pretty cool to see a bunch of women together. <laughs> yeah. Well, kudos to you and your team. Yeah. Thank you. I love it. So also in this podcast, we we want not only to share, you know, the bright side and successes, but also lessons learned, failures and obstacles that every entrepreneur faces. Um, could you share with us your biggest struggle or failure and, and what you learned from it? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this journey is, is full of them. I mean, you know, part of when you're growing, you know, like a movement like this or, even just your journey on social media, um, it's really hard to balance life, (laughs) you know, especially if you're working full time while you're building something like this and, um, trying to stay, you know, present within, um, your friend groups and with family and, and so forth. And I would say like, that's the biggest hurdle that I'm still trying to overcome is finding kind of that, magic rhythm for, you know, like what it looks like to continue to, um, perform at my very best at 
you know, in my career while I'm still there until I do, you know, this full time, um, to be a good friend. <laughs> um, you know, I going to brunch almost every weekend and, you know, hashtag like first world problems, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, you know, like really trying to find like the time to like stay present, um, and not be completely exhausted because, you know, not only do I manage our San Diego chapter, but I'm overseeing, you know, the brand. Um, part of that I think is that we grew really quickly. And so, um, you know, now like the work that we're putting in is almost, we're having to go back and do double the work because we're putting a structure and infrastructure in place that's going to allow us to sustain us. And it's going to provide, um, healthy growth for the future and, you know, making sure that, um, city leaders, are able to pour into the organization and, um, in a, in a healthy way and that they feel like the organization is pouring, you know, back into them. So, I mean, really it's, you know, just kind of figuring out the balance of it all, um, and learning how to take care of yourself through that too. Um, I, I sometimes don't know, I don't, know how to operate in any other mode than just like grind. <laughs> and so like I get to these points where it's like, I realize I've just gone super hard for several months and I haven't like ever taken any time for myself. And so then I just like totally shut down and that's just like being really raw and vulnerable, um, in that I'm constantly trying to figure that out. But I think, um, you know, one of the biggest keys is just making sure that I surround myself with people that, um, will continue to remind me of who I am just as much as, you know, I'm doing that for a international movement and, you know, making sure that I have people that will hold me accountable and put me in, <laughs> in check when they're like, Tiffany, maybe you need to take a little bit of a break, um, and hand something off to someone or, you know, different things like that. So I'm still learning as we go. Um, but I would say that's probably one of the biggest, um, you know, areas where I feel like I'm still challenged in it. It's really hard. It's tough and building your business. Um, you know, people don't understand sometimes like, you're up all hours of the night and you're like operating on modes Non-stop. of like, yeah, a few hours of sleep. It's like having a newborn child. I, I can maybe try and say that maybe new moms might come after me. <laughs> I'd be like, you have no idea, but that's how I feel. I'm like running on several hours of feel sometimes. <laughs> and I just read uh, something that's similar that says you can't pour from an empty cup that you should take exactly. care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you're on a good path. At least, you know, the the first step is to realize it, right? Exactly. And before before this project, did you have a different project that never quite launched or didn't work out? Um, to be perfectly honest, no. Um not something that was pers like personal like this. Um you know, I I think that I've always just been someone that's been really dedicated to, you know, growing in my career and pouring into community and, um, just wanting to make like an impact. Like I can't explain it, but there's just like this feel inside of me where it's, you know, like I just have always wanted to make an impact in people's lives. And so, um, you know, doing something like this has truly been figuring it out 
as we go along and <laughs> learning from it as much as possible. Well, speaking of impact, I think, I mean, since 2015, you have grown, um, your movement is more than 25,000 women. And that's amazing. So what helped Gals at Brunch grow? Do you think there's like the unique approach, branding, social media? Is there a, a, strat a strategy behind it? Um, I, I wish that there was more <laughs> and that's somewhat of like what we're kind of reworking into now just at this point. Um, but I honestly, um, can't say, you know, like this was the magic formula that, um, added, like added to the growth. I think part of it is that you just can never underestimate the power of people in your business and the power of word of mouth and the power of connection and belonging. And when someone has found their tribe or someone feels like they're being invested into and poured into, um, you know, like that's can't, it can't compare to anything that you do technically or, you know, like building out like the best new, software program or whatever the case may be like when you've you know feel like you've made a difference in someone's life and they feel the impact of that then they're going to tell other people they're going to you know people I think a lot of times like people will see their friends in another city going like what's all this fun that you're having like why are you always at I brunch <laughs> and, yeah they're like I I'm at gals at brunch is there one in your city and people are like no but I totally want to do that you know so I think part of it is that, you know, people, um, I think are excited about being part of something new because we're still new and you have an opportunity to potentially start one in your city. So I think that's exciting for someone to get to be a city leader, um, and like pouring into people. And like I mentioned, I just think that we can never underestimate the power of connection because honestly, like you, mentioned in your question like from a unique approach branding or social media like that is those are just things that we're starting to do at this point um because we realize like that's ultimately how we'll continue to sustain and survive in the culture that we live in today but you know I really believe it's the power of connection and the power of helping make people feel like they belong and speaking of the power of people that you mentioned earlier When you're starting this project and, you know, part of being a, a leader is having a team. And do you have a, share with us like the lessons that you have learned on, you know, getting the right people to work with you? Yeah, I, I would say that, um, you know, that's been like, I am probably the mushiest and gushiest person when I talk about who our city leaders are. And like these amazing women, because like I'd mentioned in one of the earlier questions is, you know, one of the things that we're working on within our branding is like properly telling our story so that we don't get as many question marks of like, what is this, you know, like yeah. type, type of responses. But that means that the city leaders that we do have, I don't, you know, there's a handful that I know personally, um, that I've met along in the journey, but a lot of them are women that I've met through social media or through a friend of a friend through a friend and they don't know me, um, <laughs> you know, like in any way, shape or form, but they were curious enough to reach out and find out more. 
and hey, like, what does this look like? And what about if I wanted to start one in my city and things like that, which I think is all the more powerful. And honestly, with, you know, like my team of city leaders, like this is something that we're building together and that we're figuring out together. I think that change is innovatable. I think it's change is hard. But when you bring people along with you in that journey and give them the opportunity to have a voice within that, it makes it all the more powerful. I like recognize at the end of the day, like this is not in any way, shape or form about me, but it's about the people that breathe life into this organization and the women that we get to meet and the women that are part of the city leadership team. And I just honestly, like I'm brought to tears constantly when I think about all the amazing women that like, they don't know me, but they said yes to me and they said yes to this organization. Because they believe in you, right? Yeah. Like investing in their city, investing in, um, women, like there's just no feeling that, you know, like I could ever explain or, you know, describe any of the emotions that I feel because it's just, I'm constantly have my breath taken away with like, how? (laughs) Cause I have no idea in any way, shape or form, but they're all so, 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 so amazing. It sounds like the dream team. <laughs> it is. It's such the dream team. I love it. So looking into the future, what is next for Gals at Brunch? Or do you have currently a side project, a different project that you're cooking? Ah, great question. Um, so at the end of the day, um, Gals at Brunch, we're going after being the number one brunch brunch. Um, resource around the world. So for any of your brunch needs, like if you're wanting to know where to go for the best brunch, or if you're wanting to go somewhere where there's something specific that you really like, or following new brunch chefs or anything within kind of that brunch culture, we want to continue to grow and be that resource so that if you're traveling or if you're in your own city, you know, you can always pull up gals at brunch and take a look at what some of the resources are, some of the recommendations that we have, Um, and some of those pieces. And then the second piece is we're going after creating uh, spaces for community for women. And so we want to be a resource for women as they're either new to the city, um, you know, either they're looking to establish themselves and finding connections, networking, maybe they're growing their business. Maybe they're a new mom that's at home and it's like desperate to get it out of the house and, (laughs) you know, meet them. So we want to really provide Um, a resource for women and be a reflection of all the different life stages that we go through um, as women and be a platform where their stories get to be heard, that they have a voice um, to something. And so, you know, the, the dream is that, you know, we'll be the number one brunch resource, but that's also the fuel to the fire um, and being a resource to see women, just step into everything they were made and created to be um, and that they have a space where they feel like they're encouraged to be able to pursue their dreams and the things that are on their heart and the things that they're even afraid to like say it out loud of like, this is something that I've always thought about or that I want to do. And I want gals at brunch to be this like huge catalyst for them to go like, yeah, this is who you are this is what you were made to do and like be the women that they run alongside with and the women that are like helping launch them into the next steps and you know, everything that of who they were made to be. Um, so there, you know, there's a couple of aspects to that and there's, 
you know, some nonprofit work that we want to continue to dig into. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, there's so many considerations for what that might look like, even if eventually we did some type of brick and mortar space in certain cities or whatnot. I mean, there's t- so many things, so many things that we're working on right yeah, now. I love it. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So it's super exciting. And we're just kind of leaning into, you know, what's happening in that season. And like I mentioned, like, there's so many things that we can do, but I'm trying to just take one step at a time um, and making really wise and smart decisions that, um, you know, aren't allowing us to take on too much at a time and really just continuing to focus on like the bare bones. And one of those things, like we just launched a new website. So, you know, we're... That looks amazing. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. We're continuing to we're continuing to work on that. And I think through this, like I've definitely realized how like doing something like this, like my entrepreneur heart is like coming alive and that I, you know, even realized parts about myself that I didn't realize before. Um, and so, you know, I think that, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, like there'll be different avenues of gals at brunch, there'll be different revenues, streams of revenue through gals at brunch and it might look like a lot of different things and you know I want to be able to travel around to all the gals at brunch chapters I got to go to a couple of them last year but I'd love to be able to do that more and um you know go out and even speak at different events and just continue to share our story and share about the women that are involved in the organization so there's there's lots of things there. <laughs> I love it. And I love your yeah. mission to empower women and create community. And I think you're, you're achieving that. Thank you. Yeah. Tiffany. It's been incredible. Tiffany, I think we all learn from others and I would like, I would love to know, do you have a mentor or is there somebody in business that you look up to and why? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I'm lucky to have so many incredible women that are involved in our organization that are all that a lot of them are all some type of business leader in some way, shape or form. And so, you know, I really try and take the time out to ask them questions and learn from them. Um, you know, really glean as many suggestions and ideas and things like that, um, as much as possible. And then, like I mentioned earlier, just surrounding myself, um, with people. And then most recently there's a, um, restaurant that I just like absolutely adore and love in San Diego. And I feel like they just have this amazing, um, business plan that's, you know, like not only, um, meant to drive business for themselves and allow themselves to be successful in business, but they're also just really passionate about making impacts in their community and also worldwide. And so, you know, we've partnered up with them a couple of times and doing some collab events and I've gotten to meet with the owner a couple of times as well. Um, and he has, you know, continued to invest in me, um, and allowed me to pick his brain, um, in those different pieces. So I'm really looking forward to us continuing to be able to kind of chat about, you know, growing in business and what that continues to look like. And, like I said, just making sure that we continue to focus on the right things at the right time and go for that. But a lot of that has been because of the people around me and um, also, you know, having mentors. 
Shannon, it seems like you are surrounded by amazing women. So always yeah. learning and growing. <laughs> Every amazing. single branch, like Doctors, one branch at lawyers, a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, wow, <laughs> it's really everyone that comes to brunch. So it's awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so um, before we go, for anybody out there that wants to launch their business or just, you know, start their, their side project, what, what advice would you offer them? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think the number one thing that I would tell them to do advice is one, like really make sure that you align out what your values and your thought process is in your next business venture or side project, whatever you're doing and take the time to write them out because you're going to have to consistently go back to revisit those and go like, this is who I am. This is why I started this. <laughs> Cause there are going to be some nights where you're like, why am I up until <laughs> two in the morning? <laughs> like thinking about this, is this even worth pursuing anymore? There have been so many times in this journey where I have felt like, do I just throw Like at what point do I throw in the towel? At what point do, um, I like it will be like this for the rest of my life. <laughs> will like, will it ever like catch a break, you know, type thing. And I have to go back to like, what is my why? Like, why do I continue to do what I do? And I, I literally wrote out an identity statement of like, this is who I am. Like, this is what's on my heart. This is what I'm going after. Um, and just making sure that I really continue to put myself in check because there's tons of things, you know, that come along that might be like tempting to like pursue otherwise or, um, you know, different things like we've gotten, you know, different offers on, um, different business ventures. And I have to, you know, like really like sit with it in my heart, like, and go like, is this right for us? And like, it's really scary to say no to it, but if it doesn't align at the end of the day with who we are and like what we're going after, then, you know, I, I think it becomes much more exhausting and, (laughs) um, a lot more work than what it's intended to be. So I would say that would probably be my, my biggest piece of advice is knowing who you are. And if you don't remember (laughs) on those days, like, like, yeah, right. (laughs) down and ask people around you it down write down what they say like um because something sometimes like we will forget you know and so that's what's so important about community and having that place is that you have people go like no this is who you are and this is what I see for you um and as we share our dreams like we all have the opportunity to kind of keep our you know um keep each other accountable to to what that's going to look like for us I love it. It's back to your why and staying true to it, sticking to it and just accepting offers or projects that align to your values, right? Exactly. Yep. Well, thank you again, Tiffany. And before we leave, how can people find you, your website and all your social profiles? Yes. So uh, we are at www.galsthatbrunch.com. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at gals that brunch and 
Twitter and Facebook, <laughs> Snapchat, we're all gals at brunch. And then if you are in a different city other than um, San Diego, it, most of the time if you type in gals at brunch and then maybe your city or the abbreviation for your city, like gals at brunch LA or gals at brunch OC for Orange County, um, you'll be able to find your local chapter's information and if there's not a chapter in your area yet, just reach out to us and let's connect and we'd love to chat with you. Amazing. Imagine more like more and more chapters after this episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you again for sharing your story. I think Gaza Branch is an amazing project and I can't wait to join you this weekend. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to meet you. And uh, to all all of you that are listening, uh, you can locate them in galsabranch.com and... Thank you again for listening. Vinny, thank you very much. Yes, thank you so much. Bye.